G'day and welcome to the Pursuit of Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Burrows, and I'm on a journey to find my freedom so that I can help you do exactly the same. Join me each week as I share the stories of everyday people who have found their own path to freedom. I'm not going to focus on job titles and accolades because I don't care about that stuff and neither should you. I want to uncover what truly makes you tick. Who are you when you step away from society's expectations and follow your heart? I still haven't figured it out yet. Have you? Either way, buckle up, because it's going to be one hell of a ride. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Freedom podcast. This one is, I guess, a little bit scary for me because it's my very first solo episode. It feels quite strange because ordinarily I'm interviewing other people. And one of the things that I love about that is I get to do a little listening. And there's not much talking involved, right? So this one is quite different. I'm not asking questions. There's no one asking me questions. It's just me and the mic. I'm just going to (laughs) put... My phone on do not disturb because a notification came through. There we go. Um, I might leave that in because, yeah, it's imperfection, right? But what I want to talk about today is how we navigate making those big decisions in life. I mean those decisions that keep you up at night, the ones that give you a knot in your stomach. And the ones that you just, you can't seem to come to a decision because you're so worried about what if this isn't the right decision? I don't know if what I'm doing is the correct way forward. And you go round and round and it's almost like your life is on repeat. Who can relate to that? I know for me, I, I can think of many times where I I have been caught up in decisions like that. And I want to share a story about the most recent big decision I've had to make. In fact, there's been two and they've been, well, they've played out quite differently. And I want to talk you through that. So big decisions. We all know, we know the feeling, right? It's, it's, it's hard. They're big things that are really going to impact your life and probably other people around you. The one thing I have found that makes it so much easier for me to navigate these big decisions is getting clear on my values. And I think this is something that is probably thrown around a lot at the moment, isn't it? Getting clear on your values. But it's so true. The issue I've faced in the past is, well, how the frickin' hell do I choose my values? I got really caught up in the world of Simon Sinek. He is very big on finding your why, which is related to your values, right? And I got really caught up in trying to figure out what my why was. And it actually really stressed me out because... Simon believes that you have one why and it never changes. And for someone like me who is multi-passionate 
and always trying new and different things and, and my mind and opinions change on things. I thought, what the hell, this is so restricting. And for probably a good six to 12 months, I really tried to dig into what was my why and it was just stressing me out, wasn't getting anywhere. But it changed when I actually listened to a Brene Brown podcast about values and she walked her listeners through how she looks at her values and gets clear on them. And it's an exercise she does quite regularly. And oh my God, it was so valuable to me because she just broke it down so clearly. And that's what I want to do for you today. I'll link her episode in the description. I highly recommend you listen to it. But today's going to be my take on that. And I hope you get some value from it. You might um, want to get a bit of paper or come back to this episode when you have time to actually go through it. Up to you. Either way, I think you're going to get some value. No pun intended. (laughs) Value and values. Moving on. So how do you get clear on your values? And also, why does it matter that we're clear on our values? Well, let me tell you. When you are clear on your values, you are clear on what's important to you. And you might be thinking, Rosie, of course I know what's important to me. But do you? Do you actually know what's important to you? Or are you just getting swept away in life and just sort of going with the flow and what society expects of you? Because I know for me, I actually wasn't clear on what was important to me. I think we all know deep inside, but whether or not we're actually aware of what those things are that are important to us is a whole other question. So we need to bring to light, bring to the surface what these things are that are important to us. And this is what this values exercise is going to help us do. So here is how I got clear on my values. And it is so damn simple. It probably took me about half an hour. That's it. I'm not even kidding, about half an hour. And it was game changing for me. So first thing, got a list of values. You can just get that off the internet if you like. There's heaps of them. List of values, get a pen or a pencil, whatever. And I want you to start going through and just circling the ones that jump out to you. Don't overthink this. Just circle them. Don't go too crazy. I don't want you circling 100 of them. Try to, you know, no more than about 15 or 20. Okay, so you need to be a little bit selective, but also try not to get in your way. Just circle the ones that are jumping out to you next. And this gets a little bit trickier. You need to narrow this down and try to narrow it down to your top three. So your three core values. I think we can have more values than that, right? So if you want to have more, sure, do that. I'm, I'm not about you know, black and white rules here, but I suggest trying to narrow it down to three. And when you are trying to do that, you're probably going to find it a little bit difficult. (laughs) So how can you narrow it down? I think there's three questions that can help you do this. Think about if this value describes you when you are at your absolute best. Is this me when I'm at my best, when I'm my best self? Another question you can ask yourself is, is this value something I use to help me when I'm faced with a difficult decision? 
the answer is no, then it might not be one of your core values. And the other one that's helpful and probably important is can you think of any beliefs you hold or actions you do that actually demonstrate this value? So one value might encompass, you know, several others. So for example, optimism could cover values such as being positive or being happy, different things like that. Okay. They're all very similar. So don't get caught up with, oh, but you know, I'm all these different things. It can fall into one value. And by the way, your values can change. So please don't stress about this. Your values can absolutely change. Let me just say that. And mine have definitely changed over time. I'm going to touch more on this later because I think it's a really important point that not enough people talk about. So we'll come back to that. Okay, next, because there's more to this than just identifying your values. I want you to think about a few questions. And this is an exercise that I think is where we often fall short. We go, yeah, okay, these are our values and, and that's it. But actually for these values to be useful to us, we need to do a bit more work and we need to dig deeper. So try to list a couple of behaviours for each of the values you've just pulled out, the top three ones, that demonstrate this value. So for example, for me, one of my core values at the moment is creativity. Some behaviours that demonstrate this is I'm always brainstorming and trying to come up with unique solutions, creative solutions to things. I also love doing different projects. So starting this podcast for me is a way that I um, demonstrate my creativity. I'm also doing a van conversion. That's another way I demonstrate creativity. So list some behaviors that demonstrate this value. They'll be there. And describe, this is the next question or the next prompt I should say, is describe a time when you are truly living this value. So courage is another one of my my core values at the moment. And it has been, I think, for, for quite a while. And I can think of a time in my life where I was very courageous. Or to me, it felt courageous, right? To others, it might not be. A few years ago, I started an eBay store. Um, I was in full-time work at the moment. I was a bit bored. So I started buying secondhand items and reselling them. And I spent a good few thousand dollars on stock because I got really excited. And, it, and, you know, I didn't really have a huge amount of expendable income beyond that. So I was putting all my eggs in one basket. You might call that a bit silly or risky. But to me, it was courageous because I was betting on myself. And this business was actually really successful. I became an eBay top seller. I don't do it anymore because my priorities changed. But that, to me, was a time in my life where I was courageous. So describe a time when you were truly living in each of the values you just chose. Next, and this is where some hard truths are going to come out. I want you to start thinking about some of the behaviours you display that go against the values you've just picked out. And I don't want you to get ridiculous with this. This isn't about writing down a 100 things you do that just go totally against the value. That's that's, let's not go there. We're not doing this to devalue ourselves. We're doing this to become aware of some of the behaviors we keep going to that actually are going against what is truly important to us. 
So for me, something I do is I procrastinate when I'm faced with perhaps a scary decision. Rather than taking action, being courageous, I procrastinate and it actually gets in the way of me moving towards the life that I would want. So do the same for you. Think of some of those behaviours. There's more you can do on this. And in fact, I have a, a guide that is available online that you can do that goes even further than this in doing some of this values work. And if you're interested, I'll put a link in the description with a discount code that you can can go and do if you're really serious about this values work. But just doing the exercise I've talked through right now will be a game changer for you if you do it properly. So I want to tell you a story now on how this helped me. Did the exercise, took about half an hour. It was amazing. And then, you know, I ran to my partner and went, oh my God, this is amazing. And I got her to do it. And we actually learned so much about each other. At the time, we'd been together for seven years and we'd never had the discussion about what our core values are. Can you believe that? But I think a lot of us haven't had that conversation. We just make assumptions. So that was a game changer for me. It helped us understand each other better. How cool is that? But the next way it was a game changer for me, this played out fairly recently, actually. Three or four weeks ago, I left my nine to five job. Ever since I was a little girl, I haven't really liked following the status quo. I was what you would call a bit of a tomboy. And I was proud of that. I got judged for it. I got bullied for it. But I was proud of it. But I think as I got older, it it became harder to stay true to myself because I was conditioned over time, right, by society and the expectations and following the status quo. And I think it happens to all of us. It takes a lot of energy to stay true to ourselves, especially when you're someone like me who tends to go against the norms. So that's a bit of background on me as a kid, always a bit of a status quo breaker, right? And, you know, as I got through high school and thinking about what I want to do when I, in quotes, grow up, I just thought, ugh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be stuck in an office working for somebody else, do the nine to five, get weekends off, six weeks, leave a year, blah, blah, blah. It just sounded soul sucking to me. But I went down that path anyway, became a teacher, did a few different jobs, and I sort of switched careers because I wasn't happy. And switching careers a few times, it was a bit of a band-aid. It was something new to focus on, exciting. And then the excitement would wear off and I'd just be like, oh, you know, you dread going into work. Sometimes it was because work was a toxic environment, but other times it was just because I didn't care. I didn't want to do that. Deep down in my bones, I knew I didn't want to do that. But when it came to making the decision of, well, am I going to leave the nine to five and try doing something on my own? I could never make that decision. Or the decision I made was one that wasn't aligned because I kept choosing to stay in the nine to five and my compromise was to switch careers. I've jumped around jobs so much. I think the, the longest job I've held was for two and a half years maybe. And this is when I was a university student. So I move around a lot. And, you know, I, I don't think that's a bad thing, but it was a Band-Aid fix. 
So anyway, let's fast forward to this year. I'm in a job. I've got an amazing boss, really good pay. And there's good bits to the job, but I just, you know, the longer I went through it, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. You know, I want more time to be creative. I want to try doing my own thing. And, you know, I I was in a couple of roles only over the space of two years, but I was in a couple of roles that that were sort of at the higher level or the highest level I had been at and the highest pay, you know, which is great. And and people think, you know, or people say, well done, you're amazing, blah, blah, because they care about the job title and the pay and whatever. It just didn't feel right to me. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm pleasing other people, but I'm not actually that proud of where I am. And Last year, I really, you know, I was beginning to feel, oh, I don't want to be here. And I really just started dreading going into work. And remember, I just said I had an amazing boss and there were good bits to this job, but I was dreading going in. I just, you know, I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to go in. I'm just dragging my feet. Wasn't being particularly productive at work every day. And then I had a conversation or a couple with my psychologist and also with my partner. Because it got to the point, I was like, I can't keep doing this. This is really impacting my mental health, my physical health, and just my overall happiness. Like, enough is enough. And after these conversations, I was like, no, I gotta leave. This is it. I gotta put myself first and make a decision that aligns with who I truly am. And it was scary. But about 10 minutes after I had these conversations, I was on the phone or on a Zoom call with my boss putting in my notice. I was that clear. I was clear that I wanted to lead life with courage, with creativity and empathy. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to travel around. I wanted to be able to do creative projects. I wanted to not be restricted to someone else's schedule as much as I I was being restricted at that time because a nine to five, it is restrictive, right? There's not a huge amount of flexibility. And it was so liberating making that decision. It was scary, but I sent a message to my boss like, right, have you got some time? I want to talk about the future of my role. That's what I said. She's an amazing boss. She said, yep, let's jump on, you know, in a couple of minutes. And I was able to have a really open conversation with her. I said, look, I need to tell you something before I talk myself out of it. I said, I've decided to take the next step in my business because I've kind of been, you know, doing this business stuff on the side and trying to set it up and I've wanted it to be my full-time thing for so long, but it just wasn't. And I said to her, look, I've decided to take it to the next step. I was clear on it. There was no grey. It was, this is what I've decided to do. And I said, look, I, because I was a lecturer, I said, I'll see out this semester and then, you know, I'll, I'll need to step away because this is what I've decided to do. And she was so receptive to that. And, you know, I mentioned just before that empathy was, was something that's, or is something that's important to me. And so, you know, we had a conversation and I was talking about how I don't want this to be the end, like let's stay in touch. And I've really appreciated all the opportunities she's given me. And it was just a wonderful conversation. Both of us had a voice and it was so respectful. It was amazing. And yeah, left my job about three or four weeks ago. And, you know, there have been feelings of fear, but 
I have been so clear on what's important to me in life that it just feels right and I'm going for it and I'm feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It's just great. Now, another thing that has happened recently that has definitely been influenced by me getting clear on my values is I've decided when the lease expires on on the place I'm renting at the moment, I'm going to move into my van and travel around with my dog indefinitely. I'm just doing it. And it is so exciting. I don't know if you can hear the excitement in my voice or if you're watching on YouTube, you can probably see the excitement on my face. It's so exciting to me. And yes, it's terrifying. I've never lived in a van before. And in fact, my van's not even finished because I'm still still converting it. But it just feels so right. You know, it's a courageous decision. It's a creative decision. It just feels right. And it, it has been a big decision because part of, part of my situation at the moment is me and my partner are doing distance. She's just started her nursing career and it's meant she's had to move away. So we've been living apart for the last few months and she's still not sure what her next career move is going to be. Um, because as a nurse, you need to get a bit of experience before you, I guess, can apply to a role that you might really want. So she's unsure where she wants to be and said, Rosie, look, I don't want you totally relocating up to where I am now if we're just going to move. Um, so that's been tricky, but we were having a conversation the other week and we just went, hey, why don't we just, you know, Rosie, don't renew the lease. And you've always wanted to travel around Australia in the van. Why not do it now? You're not tied to a nine to five. You're not tied to a specific location. Do it. And I just went, oh, my God, yes. It felt amazing. So there's two occasions where get, being clear on my values has just helped so much. I can think of so many more examples. I'm not going to list them all because we'll be here forever. Um, but it has also helped me say no to things that come my way. As a chronic people pleaser, I find it really hard to say no, but getting clear on my values has made it so much simpler to say no. Not necessarily easier because it's not easy, but it's simple because I'm faced with a decision whether or not to take an opportunity. I just go, you know what? No, it doesn't align with who I want to be. No, that's it. No explanation. And I'll actually do a future episode on saying no and how we can do that better. But for now, I think that's enough. Let me know how you go with identifying your core values. And if you're interested in going into more depth, check out the values guide I've got. There's actually videos accompanying that guide that walk you through it and it's going to go into a lot of depth. And like I said, it's going to be a game changer for you. Keep me posted on how you go. You are worth it. You are worth investing in, whether that's time, money, energy, whatever. You are worth it and you deserve this. You deserve to live a life that feels in alignment with who you truly are, that feels purposeful. I want you to wake up every morning and not feel dread. You don't necessarily have to wake up feeling motivated and happy. That's great, right? I, I love that. But let's be realistic. We're not going to have that every day. But if we can have more days where you're waking up feeling in a really good space, that's got to be a good thing. Let's start moving forward and building your free life. Good luck. Let me know how you go. 
and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. If this episode resonated with you at all, could I please ask that you share it with a friend who you think could get value from it? And whilst you're doing that, make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss another episode. And whilst you're following or subscribing, please leave us um, a rating, preferably five stars, and also a written review. Doing each of these things is going to help this podcast reach more people and impact more lives, which is at the end of the day is what we're here to do. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Remember, you matter, you're worth it, and you are so, so capable. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you next week.